From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It is The Big and Wild Outdoors on this chilly, chilly Florida morning. I uh, don't know what the temperature is over here, but I'm guessing it's somewhere just below what? freezing. <laughs> I don't know. What is it over in your neck of the woods, kids? It was like 45. Okay. 40, uh, 42, 40, 42, something like that. This well, morning. You know what's really weird is sometimes when you're closer to the woods, it can be the coldest place ever, but it can also be the warmest because it holds that heat in there. Uh, well, uh, off the water there by the by my house. On, on he's the got lake. a sea breeze. Yeah. yeah, I got a little bit of warmth. Well, he's got woods and lake. You're out by a pasture, so you got that nice breeze I'll, coming across. I always there. tell everybody with our house, and I remember this when Dad used to farm berries and Granddaddy farmed berries and all that. That if it was forty in Tampa, it was going to be thirty five or below. Yeah. at our house. You can usually go ten degrees colder inland as it is over here on the west coast. Well. Thank you this morning uh, for joining us all. We are in the studio. Uh, Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, uh, Bill George. We threw over on the other side with Aaron. Where he Which hates, I will whip during the break because I think his chair is a... Uh... He volunteers. You ever notice now that whenever a guest comes in the room, he goes, I'll go sit with Aaron. I'll go sit over with Aaron. He's like right out of here. And uh, he threatened to do it, and I'll be darned if he didn't do it, but Chuck Ishnogaka. He showed up in here today <laughs> with donuts and coffee. Yeah. Good on he him, said, man. bring food, man. So. Well, I was only joking because no, I didn't know if no, you were actually coming. Wait a minute. Two dozen donuts and donut holes. Mm-hmm. No, not holes. That's that's the sugar and the creamer for the... Oh, okay. <laughs> Camouflage. But, uh, exactly. But uh, usually whenever we hit on something uh, controversial or anything on our Facebook page or something damn, like that... Somehow or another, Chuck just seems to just show up. Uh, you know, okay. Misery, follows me. Misery loves company. New, new rule. Bill's not pulling the chairs in here for the show. Oh, did you get the blue sinker? Yeah, it's fixing the I break. I thought you had the... <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one. That don't bother me. No, no dude. It's, hey, wait. It's okay, Aaron. Just wait. Wait. You, it'll be, you might as well just sit on the floor. The, week, I, the week I've had, this thing's probably going to be sitting in about three pieces here in about ten minutes. So. The, thing, the thing is the bane of this radio station's existence. We pass it off to other radios. There are like seven other radio stations in this building. And we have tried to hide that chair in each, every other studio. And somehow or another, it always ends up back in here. It's like a, it's like a trick with us. You know, we, we all like to play um, the trick on each other during the weekdays. Like well, since the since we chair. went to the Cattleman Supper last night, I think I'm going to pull my knife out and dock its ear. So that way we know. Oh, so you know which one it is? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. and uh, This one's going to market. Turn that thing into a bar hog. <laughs> Take the tail <laughs> off that bad boy. Well, uh, welcome in. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, not just the weather. It's uh, windy. It's cold. It's going to be uh, snowing in the studio. Blustery, and uh, it's going to be total unadulterated chaos in South Tampa. Starting off in about an hour or two or so, three, depending on how fast they, they drink. They started on Bay yesterday Shore. afternoon. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> snowing. Saw oh. saw one of our uh, closest friends from the shop is a TPD officer who is listening right now, probably on the boat as we speak. Uh, he's going to have a fun day today, and that's he go. He basically he I laughed. I was like Gasparilla, and he just shook his head. He goes, "Yeah." He yeah. said, "I'm I'm heading to the boat right now." I'm like, "Just be careful, please." You know. It, 
I, it's going to be boat mania over there. And, of course, with the wind coming out of the north like that, it's going to be kind of choppy. If you're heading out from Pinellas County, that means you're heading into the waves the whole way there. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a rough ride. I, as a parent, would probably suggest if you don't have a 25-foot or bigger, I would probably leave the kids at home. If I was on a 16-footer or something even smaller, I would not even attempt to cross the bay today and go over there. Put in from the river and head down. Well, you could do that as well, I'm, but um, I don't know. All I can it's, say it's is the fish will be biting great today because you won't have much to worry about. <laughs> be a good day for cast netting. Just throw downwind. It'll be awesome. <laughs> go after pigeons in the parking lot. Well, if you're planning on heading to Gasparilla, I would say this, that I think one of the greatest inventions in the last 10 years, especially for something like this, is called Uber or Lyft. And that way they just drop you off and you go have a great day. And then you don't have people out in Hyde Park, you know, wanting to baseball bat your windshield or, you know, anything like that. So uh, you, you mentioned that in. and I forgot to tell you a story about Louisville. Uh, we used the Lyft stuff while we were in Louisville mm-hmm. and I actually met a guy who lives there, but he drives buses for, and I guess apparently he met y'all back in your morning show days. What? But he drives buses. He goes, I've drove buses for everybody from Rascal Flats, Jason Aldean, uh, you know, just started naming off Alan Jackson, all these country artists. And he says, yeah, he goes, yeah. He said, I do this from November to January something, February. And he's like, then I'm on the road eight months out of the year. Does he live here? Does he live over in Parrish? No, he lived over in Louisville. He lives in Louisville. Really? But he's been down here several times. Bus drivers are always And remembered Braden. He remembered. I talked <laughs> to Braden. How do you, forget? <laughs> how do you, not, how can, do you forget Braden? I mean, that's there's the question. You know he, he probably remembers Braden because he jumped on the bus and said, "I'll drive." No, yeah. it's because bus drivers are normal people. <laughs> They're easy to and talk Braden's, to. You hang out with them, and Braden's not. That's right. <laughs> But, you know, they're not, uh, they're just regular guys trying they're, to do a job. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of forced to hang out with you while they're driving. <laughs> well, they got nothing else to do. They kind of just kind of go, well, I can't really leave the bus because, uh, you know. Well, he's on stage right now. Hey, you want to go grab a drink? Sure. What's up? Until the artist is back on the bus, then they kind of have to kind of like, you know, go disappear for a while. Go hang out with the roadies. Woo, that's fun after the 30th time. Uh, but anyway, in the studio today, we do have Chuck, who came in, uh, Ishne, who's uh, going to be uh, regaling us on something. I don't know. Is it is it the post that brought you in here today? Sure, it's that. And there's a whole bunch of different stuff going on. You know, we got a commission meeting coming up. we got um, a whole bunch of changes on that commission meeting. We've got new commission appointment from DeSantis that uh, I'm not real keen on, um, and a, a director of personnel. They just made up a position. Yeah, I was wondering how I got that, or Bill, or Bill George. How come we didn't get that? How come, how come somebody cool didn't get that? Position? Because you didn't give a bunch of money to the governor's campaign. Dang it! It just seems to be that's the ticket to the movie. It, it is seriously. It is. You know, poor Jonathan. You know, he's over there talking. You know, fifty k or something to go donate, and then. What did you say last week when we were talking about it? It's about fifty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, sure. Well, you know, Sandra Rood got on for thirty five. Really? Yeah. So, look, Glenn, I'm yeah. going to start a GoFundMe. Is that what it is? <laughs> Super PAC. I, hey, you, it, people, you know what? Everybody does a GoFundMe now for all some of the dumbest stuff I've ever heard of in my life. But, okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. 
Elect me as a commissioner. I just need the money to go pay fun, the Go fund me for Bill George or Chuck Etchenik to be on the board. There you, there go. you go. That would be awesome to be able to do it. But that doesn't guarantee that, that is spot, a spot, does it? And Vince Noble is going to do the videoing because that gentleman will be a TV show in itself. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Uh, that it wouldn't last long. That doesn't how it work, is it, Bill George? I mean, uh, does that how it works? Do you have to... Uh, I mean, does that automatically get you in line? No, or okay. nothing's automatic. That's what I'm no. saying. It just gets you recognized. Oh, then they remember your name. Yeah. Right. You, you may end up getting put on the advisory boat panel, uh, or which doesn't really do much of anything except, I mean, look, Phil is on that. There you go. Phil Harris? No, 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 no. Phil Walters. Oh. And what is a boat advisory nothing. panel? They they basically meet twice a year and talk about things like mooring stations for sailboats and whether or not they should send to the legislature a bill to put registrations on kayaks. I thought it would be more like a guy that you hire to stand next to you and go, so what do you think? Should I go with the 250 or should I go hold off with the 300? Yeah. What do you think I should do? Well, I don't know. Max dude. it out, baby. Yeah, see if, they, see if they'll throw in uh, some seat cushions for free. And then, uh, so, oh, great advisory. Here, get ready to my boating, boating advisory panel. So that just tells you anybody could get on something. I guess. Pretty I don't much. know. Uh, you know, I guess that would be okay. I mean, look how many committees Bill and I are on. <laughs> and we haven't donated anything. Yeah. Except insult. Yeah, but you're I on, think you, y'all are well, on there because a, they're just trying to calm you guys down. We give a praise when praise is due. Yeah, we do. That is true. You guys are pretty good but, at that. But we will call them out if they do something dumb. You're consistent. Just say it that way. You're consistent. That's one way to put it. After seeing some of the uh, comments that I've seen come from Chuck, I wouldn't want to be on the other end. Well, he could be a little more freer. On the social media That's, than he can be in public on a microphone on a where there's a transcript. Oh, that doesn't stop me. Well, sometimes it does. It slows <laughs> you down. But, well, uh, hopefully a little bit later on in the show, uh, we'll hopefully hear from uh, Port Gannick Barbecue. Told them to give us a call today. He's got a great event uh, coming up pretty soon, and they've got a very nice, unique way of raising some money. I think there's guns involved. And then uh, Toby and Megan went down and did some Burmese python sticking. So uh, we hope to hear from them and see how successful they were in their uh, bid to get out there and get some wallet skin. Uh, this time of year is a great time to go and do it because all those big old fat snakes, they're looking for warm spots. So it's easy it to like find they them did on the pretty road. good. Uh, according to a couple of pictures that he put out there. Yeah, that's what I saw, and I was going to hopefully get more into detail on how they went and got him and all that stuff. I did find that out that uh, I think we mentioned it on the show when they first started that they have to be brought in alive, and uh, people were like, why? Why did why did he do that? Says, well, I think what, what does it really matter? You know? I, I just, you know, I've always been that guy that says, why even bring it in in the first place? You kill it, you kill it, and you tell your friends about it. I killed a 12-footer out in the woods. I got the skin in the truck. Psh, boom, we're done. <laughs> it's about all report, you need This do. past week, uh, someone had to snake in their car and his buddy come over from next door and helped him remove it from the engine compartment and then turned it loose into the woods next to the house what kind of snake a python really yeah i'm thinking why why did you let it go easiest way to get a python out of your engine compartment 22 caliber rat shot or a machete they work really good you can just dig them right out of there it'll work we're gonna take a quick break Eat a lot of donuts because apparently Chuck once thinks we're thinning up too much during the wintertime. So. I already ate mine. It was snowing. <laughs> we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Here we go.
And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, I got the microphone to myself. Everybody's eating. No. We got donuts. I was changing chairs. I've, oh. I've never seen that stop, Braden. <laughs> uh, he did say something just as I was turning on the mic, and it sounded like he kind of looks like a, a little Burmese bit. python. It sometimes when he's eating, it's like. <laughs> I will say though, it is going to be a straightens his a, neck a breezy out. morning, and it was <sighs> pretty cool. But uh, uh, did you see uh, our good friend Captain Lori Deaton doing the uh, segment now for Fox Thirteen? She's a big TV that star was awesome. now, and uh, she was as she said. You know, be a little more patient on the water this morning because it is going to be a super busy. You know what's funny about Lori? If you've ever met her in person, you'll know that she goes like a thousand miles an hour at all times. Yeah, she is a, going, 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 no, going. Fast the, talker, fast mover, fast everything. And then they got to put her in front of a camera and make her slow down. <laughs> they got to make her slow down. And it's, I was watching the first segment and I was like, there must be some producer over there going, look, we got one whole minute here. Let's, or, you know, we got three minutes. Let's just, you know, go easy. You don't have to go fast. Yeah. You don't have to- I, I talked to her earlier in the week, and uh, she was telling me about it, and that she had that minute, and I was thinking, man, as fast as she talks, I think uh, <laughs> she'll have a couple of segments in that one minute. Yeah, if they don't interrupt her, man, she could give out half the encyclopedia in about a minute and a half. So, But she yeah. did say the fishing was uh, – it's kind of one of those things. With, it depends on what the, the the weather pattern that we have currently going on. It's a hot one day and then cold the next. And uh, she said it's quite challenging, but it is still being uh, productive on the water. People are catching fish every day, yeah. and uh, I know that on Wednesday, uh, me and my brother and took the kids and everybody. We went down to an area in St. Pete and went out and did some fishing. We were just throwing some hard baits out there, and I threw the cast net a couple times and caught a big, nasty granddaddy mullet, man. Oh, he was huge. Would you snag him? Yeah, a bait net. You know, as soon as you throw the net, you feel that. It's like it Wait a minute. It starts trying to swim away, and you're like, oh, no, this could be bad. And uh, it was a big old snook. I mean, a big old uh, mullet. So, was it a... really the snook? No. Yeah, he, he <laughs> you, was, you were about to say the truth. Wait a minute. We might. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh my God. Uh, snook or mullet? Brady? Too many witnesses along that area. Where if we I get fishing. a text right now from Nick saying I'm in the lobby, I'm. <laughs> hey, I just, I just got to take I'll advantage of the opportunity. Think about, about it, it, guys. How? When was the last time we heard Braden say he went fishing, and then much less snook and Mullet all in the same sentence. Well, wait a minute. We're and there's, okay. but wait, there's more. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the good things about fishing, and we talk about this on the show all the time. On, on, when you're on a pier or anywhere else where you're fishing with other people, it's amazing how strangers all of a sudden are not strangers anymore because we're all there for the same reason. And we were over fishing on one side, and these two teenagers. Did they try God, to throw your mullet back? God bless them. They came over. They said, "Hey." <laughs> We're over here catching trout and ladyfish, man. Why don't you move down here with your net? Um, is, no. is it a, you're, what you're trying to say? Is, is it's amazing when people go fishing or hunting or get in the outdoors? Basically, period. They don't become buttheads anymore, and everybody gets along great. And well, sometimes the politics still hunting. show up, but <laughs> yeah, unless they're duck hunting. But now these are these. This reminded me of when I was a kid. You know, here's two kids on beat up ten speeds. They loaded down with rods and a bucket hanging off the front. And they, so you could tell that these guys were fishermen. They like to go out and do it. And that's what they do in their spare time. They're not out running the streets, doing crazy stuff. And you, so you Bart, mean, and I, Bart and I went down there, started fishing next to him uh, with my son. And uh, who's now become my littlest brother, Neil. He's got the jinx. He's the new guy jinx. So we're catching fish on either side of Barrett. 
And he's in the middle going, what in the world's going on? Why aren't I kidding? I'm using the same bait you are. Why? <laughs> like, Is it my it presentation? I mean, what am I doing here? It's, you're the new guy. You got to pay your dues, man. You know, it's just the way it you're is. You're getting schooled right now. And, uh, you know, you just got to ease up on it. And I caught this monster ladyfish. And this young pelican decides it's going to be his. So he comes over, grab, tries to grab it. Of course, gets it in its mouth. I'm using like a 40-pound Power Pro with a leader, about a 60-pound leader. So guess what came up? Not the fish. The pelican. That's right. Beak first. Reeled his butt right up. (laughs) Bart grabbed his beak, grabbed his wings, and I had to sit there and dig on him for about five or six minutes. But the barb went through the bone underneath in the very tip. So I ended up having to cut the barb off and pull it out and let him go. Thinking, lesson learned, buddy. Go and live and be free. Five seconds later, he's right back there trying to catch another fish. Stupid idiot. You got to spank him first. Sat right there waiting again. Come on, hurry up. Catch another one. I got got a good one for you. Guy we used to know at uh, Inglewood that was a guide. There was a young pelican down there that he uh, didn't wait his turn one day. And he was sitting there at the skinning table filleting some redfish that they caught. And the pelican decided that he wasn't filleting that fish fast enough and jumped on the table to try to take it away from the guy as he was filleting the fish. And let's just say the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life is seeing a guide with a filleted redfish chasing a pelican down the boardwalk. (laughs) Trying to get it back. He was educating that pelican that if you would wait till he got to I would have given you some of it, man. Come on. But this thing, uh, it ended up leaving with a white um, bitters um, skip shad stuck in its wing because it tried to go after this redfish that this that one of the kids caught. Nice, nice redfish. And the other kid went over there and went, hey, go away, and tried to hit it with his rod tip. Well, he had his bait reeled all the way up to the rod tip oh, and went, ding, no. and literally just like, st- <laughs> like gaffed the pelican. And then uh, he was using mono, so he just reeled down and broke it off. And, you know, he just, and then that still didn't make the sucker leave. He just sat there. He finally flew off with that big old giant skip. Mine. Mine. (laughs) Stuck on his back. We're like, good luck with that. Have fun. Hope you don't get an infection. Idiot. But uh, we had a good time. And the fish were biting. Bam, bam, bam. But as soon as the sun went down, it was right before the front moved through. And as soon as the sun went down, over. Done. We're out. Let's go eat. We're done. No, we're done. Let's go get in the well, hole was, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> this week was kind of it was uh, pretty productive on the on the freshwater side. Uh, got out and done some bass fishing. <clears throat> Went ahead and invested in some of these uh, reaction innovation that you have been preaching to us about and They're trying good to baits. Uh, I will say this: some of the names that uh, they have on the bait itself, we can't say on the radio. But I went ahead and uh, picked up a couple <laughs> of them. This one here being the skinny dipper. The skinny dipper, and that's, then of course you have the Trixie Shark. That those are fine. Yeah. So I will say this: the colors, eh, you can get them in other other companies make something similar. But I will say that the action in the in the bait itself is pretty good. I think a lot of guys like them too because they last a little longer. They're a little tougher. That's my, that, they that's are. My I was going to say color. they're a little. They're a little heavier. Watermelon red. Uh, They are a little heavier, which makes it, for me, I like it being a little heavier because when you throw it uh, with no no weights on it, it'll get down and still drop below the surface. You can get it down about maybe 8 to 10 inches and uh, work that bait through that grass and 
we uh, we really tore Stop up some nice bass. Stop looking at me bass. through the glass like that. We got uh, the picture I showed you from yesterday. Uh, Dave, our good friend David uh, took it, our music director Casey, and they went out, and the, the amount of fish they caught in just a couple of hours, uh, it was a pretty phenomenal day for them as well. So it's been all week long doing some fishing over in Polk County. The bass have been uh, moving up into we did. We went out and did a little speck fishing, and uh, I did catch bass down about nine foot on some minnows. What? But uh, got up in the shallows, and really, we we really turned on on some bigger fish. But it's been good, so you need to get out and how, uh, do a little fr- freshwater side. How far behind are you for the uh, wild game dinner? Uh, that's coming up on the twenty third, I believe it is, the last Saturday of February. Um, if if the fishing continues to be as productive like that, uh, catching. A lot of 14 and the 16 inch fish, uh, it won't be long. We'll be where we need to be. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I could have got you some ladyfish, but they taste terrible. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit rank on that. Well, I, I appreciate leave, you throwing it back. Might as well just throw a handful of pennies in your mouth and move it around a little bit and then spit it out. You get the same taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great you, though, don't they? And you can, you can use a whole jar of tartar sauce on it Whoa. and it still don't change it. Oh, <laughs> that combination just in, instantly in my brain went, Whoa. that is not good. But I will say, uh, I would like to ask you this. Uh, I seen you posted that for uh, when if you brought your uh, picture in, put it on the bragging board. You got a pack of uh, reaction innovation. That's right. Uh, how well did that work this week? Uh, nobody's brought anything in this week, but we had a lot of people respond to it, saying that does it have to be caught on hook and line? What's that, that, that's that, a you know, that. You know. I've seen that that comment, and I'm thinking. Well, that was Dallas. We know Dallas. He was a little guy, you know, but he's a boat fisherman. Yeah, and I said. You know, bring in your mullet. I was like, I, you know, if it's a nice one, a big one, that's all well and good. But I don't think Reaction Innovation shoots out of a bow very well. So I don't. <laughs> they're, not pack. they're not. They're stiff, but they ain't that stiff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you may, you may get them out. Flying. I'll take that challenge. <laughs> well, we do have a couple of pictures that were sent here. I just showed them to you, so uh, maybe they need to print that up and come in here and get them. That's a pack. exactly what they need. Just to do. tie one on to the arrow, and then that way, the fish that you shoot, you'll have the bait dangling next to it, so you get two for one. So you can take a picture of it, send it to Reaction Innovation, and go, Chris, best bait ever. It's a trailing bait. At 40 pounds. It's trailing bait. There oh. you go. But oh, it's I, a trailer. <laughs> I did uh, pick up these three packs, and you notice there's only two left. What were the other ones? The other one was the green. The same color as this? It was, it's the, this particular one, but it was in the green shad. Uh, mm-hmm. And i tell you what, man. <laughs> I went through that pack. It was over with. I've never seen you. You're not much of a creature f- uh, fisherman, are you? You don't flip and jig very much, do you? No, I've always been, uh, but I was very productive on top water, too. Hold that thought, sir. We have to take a break. We'll be back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> brought to you by G5 and Brandon Ford. You know, by the way, welcome in, everybody, to the Big and Wild Outdoors. You know, you can also join us by uh, telephone, uh, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010 if you'd like to call in and uh, complain. Or <clears throat> if you're brave enough to face Chuck face-to-face on a microphone instead on social media, where you're always picking on him, you're more than welcome to call the show and start a fight. It'll be cool. We got plenty of... <laughs> We got plenty of parking lot space out here. We can handle quite a few people out here. Not one bigger time. But uh, during the uh, break, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, when you walk through this gauntlet of male human beings, I'm over here in the very toxic, far toxic left. masculinity. Yes, yeah. this room is just completely filled with the toxicity. And um, 
We never, you know, we're gonna have to make this show a four-hour show because literally, no, when you no. walk, dude, when you walk past everybody, it's like, well, let's not forget, we gotta bring up the Cody thing. Oh, I gotta talk about food plus, gotta do the thing. No, it's we- like, well, we'll never get to any of that because then we get people like Robert who calls in and screws up the whole entire show <laughs> with his uh, with his with his ribs. You know, I mean, come yeah, on. I, I can smell them through the the, the thing is, the microphone is here. here we are eating BK and Dunkin' Donuts. We got the BK, the Double D, and now and you want to now he wants to call in and, and tease us with barbecue and steak. So this is a horrible. I horrible think it's thing. because he's going to make one of those uh, rib bones a floater and uh, put a couple of hooks on it and be a top water top water rib. That's a completely different description from what save. I know as a floater. That's all I got to say to that. Good save. Good save. Although, if you, if you give it some sexy name, we could uh, probably uh, present it to Reaction Innovations, and they could put it in a package. Smoking, <laughs> smoking sure Aces Bass Topwater Bass. I don't know. What yeah, are you going to call it? It's not dirty enough. How's it going, Robert? How are you doing, man? Well, I'm out here at the Lakeland Pig Fest. This is the 23rd annual out at the Sun and Fun. There's been about 20,000 people rolled through here yesterday. We got 140 teams competing. This is one of the premier barbecue contests in the United States and the largest in the state of Florida. And good old Bill from Porganics is down there. Yep. I see he's upgraded from sleeping in the cot to now he's got him a little camper and it's real nice. He's got his family over there. I had a chance to go visit with him. And uh, it's a little chilly out here. I can tell you this, but. And no sleep, man. There's no sleep. It's a perfect day for barbecue. It's guaranteed, man. Nice, cool, windy, man. Oh, it'd be an awesome day out there. Yeah, it's gonna. It is really nice, and uh, we were fortunate that rain came through early um, and just got out of here. But uh, I tell you what, they do a great job out here organizing this event, and this thing is unbelievable. Well, you know, uh, uh, let's see. It's been going on for a week now, Chuck. Uh, the uh, pioneer, what's that one? The old, the pioneer one where everybody dresses up in the buckskin and uh, oh, black uh, pioneer days. Pioneer days. I know that's been going on for over a week over there, and they did have to weather through the storm. And that's pretty rough. Canvas. That's kind of a couple of years in a row. I got a good friend of mine. It was authentic. Yeah, it was <laughs> canvas tents and uh, buckskin. When buckskin gets wet, yeah. sometimes you have to wear it for a week. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I saw these guys walking around here yesterday, and I told my daughter, I'm like. Yeah, this guy looked like he just came out the woods. I mean, man. Jeremiah Johnson. This is the pioneer yeah. days right here, brother. Yeah, 20,000 <laughs> uh, Davy Crockett's out there camping out and having a great old time. Uh, this is the Yeah, exactly. This is that time of year, man, when the weather gets nice and cool and everybody gets to go do outdoor activities that the uh, family doesn't sweat through and die and have to walk around with 15 water bottles in a backpack. So. Uh, now, yeah, absolutely. It's really nice. All I want is some coffee. What time are you guys uh, flowing open the gates so that the general great unwashed can come and uh, enjoy some great uh, food out there today? It's going to open at 10 and then it'll end at 5 and then we'll have the awards ceremony. Uh, since I am on the phone with you, I can tell you what I turned in. This is going towards a $1,000 prize. Mm-hmm. It is pan-seared scallops wrapped in bacon topped with sautéed lump blue crab meat with a lemon butter wine sauce on top. I hope that's enough to get me somewhere near close. Dude, that sounds really good. That's awesome right there. You forgot the garnish. What? That's what the crab yeah, is for. a little parsley on top. <laughs> I appreciate you picking me up on that. Tarragon will be we got, uh We've been nominated by Focus Magazine here in Plant City, and I'm just encouraging everybody to go there and vote for us. We've been nominated Best Barbecue, Best Steaks in the City, and uh, we got a link up on our website at uh, SmokinAcesFlorida.com and uh, also at uh, Florida 
at Gmail. You can just email us and just let us know what you're thinking about our food and everything. And I just encourage everybody to get out there and vote. We need to vote. Yeah, you're on. I f- need some love, brain gun. Well, you're on the. <laughs> I saw you on. Uh, I saw your post on Facebook last night too about the uh, the uh, voting, all that kind of good stuff. So it's also there as well. But uh, so, how else? What else are you going to enter in? Are you enter in sauce or anything? Or are you just going to? Sh- I already did the sauce. I sent the sauce in. Now the sauce went third out of 500 in a national contest i sent it up to kansas city to be judged over at kcbs headquarters and uh i was quite surprised to get it back with uh, at least a third place it was close to a perfect score but i'll take that and yeah. uh, then we're, then we're going to be in on ribs chicken brisket and pork and uh, we'll see what happens so we're going to be taking lots of photos we're going to put some stuff on our facebook and uh i just hope to get some people out there to vote for us and help us uh, you know be the best barbecue and continue to be the best barbecue in Plant City. Well, I say go and uh, go vote for uh, Smoking Aces uh, Barbecue out there, but also go by and see Bill uh, Bill Burkett out there at Porkanic Barbecue and make a donation because uh, he's raising some good money for some good folks, our, our veterans and all that kind of good stuff. So exactly, um, you know, if make it a twofer and you'll walk around with a full belly all day for sure. So uh, t- it's again, again, it opens up at ten o'clock, and you're located at the uh, airport or what? Fun, the sun and fun. Yeah, so uh, there's plenty of room to park and plenty of room to get around. They're used to it. <laughs> it's, it's Absolutely. Fun. Yeah, well, have fun out there. Get a couple of quick naps and don't forget to turn it in on time, man. <laughs> all right guys thank you all right see yeah, yeah we'll never let him forget that one i didn't i didn't want to throw it in his face i just yeah, wanted to make it quick to, no you, to, no you don't throw it at, at all then no no not <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make the man who's cooking my food in the back mad yeah, you <laughs> know yeah it might get that different flavor it might you're yeah. just that guy that walks by every once in a while and says hey remember the capital of thailand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he also might get a little rub of eau de flor yeah, that's Never always uh, that's always a possibility. No where you get. Or uh, or uh, what was the uh, sprinkle it with a little? Uh, what was the one that Bart used to say? Uh, well, we something through the dish machine or something like that. I don't oh know. my lord! Uh, but uh, it's a beautiful day out there today, and uh, I just wanted to say that uh, even though it's cold outside, we've all been well. Glenn and I've been catching fish. Have you guys been doing anything at all? Or catching some co- crappie? You went out and caught crappie. How many did you donate to the wild game dinner? I'm just asking. Oh, I donated them all to my wild game dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's always a lot of love and sharing coming from Chucky. Just why he brought the donuts. Well, that's I'll true. give you two dozen donut, but you ain't getting my one. Donuts stack. are easier to get than it is to get a big mess of crappie. So, uh, yeah. Well, I will say that the over on Kissimmee, the Kissimmee chain of, uh, they have been very productive on catching. Uh, some speckled perch it's just for me to get over there and get back at, in time and feel like going to work the next morning is uh, a little bit huh. challenging at times but uh, for where i was going taking off a little bit in the afternoon and getting the fishing in for my bass and uh, i will say top water was very productive for me and uh, dave says what, what kind of plug you got and i said well i've had it on my uh, display cabinet at my house since about 1996 <laughs> And uh, the rubber band that held the hooks together rotted away. Had actually it, they had melted like to the uh, hook. Well, so, of course they did. Uh, I left it on there, and maybe that's what helped catch the fish. But uh, I got those uh, from my cousin Dave Farrell, who is uh, the host with Rick Murphy over there on the uh, Fox uh, Insider Fishing Report. They do right. And uh, but he's anyway, the he, guy, he's the guy that always has to be on his knees. Easy. 
That's just so they don't have to put Rick on a stool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're the same size. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. So uh, those plugs, I put them in my, my possum belly tackle box, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to – he told me I needed to use these things, so I did, and I put it on there, and it was it was on. I, I think it was just because they never seen an Australian – type of plug or something i don't know but it's funny that you discovered one i discovered a plug this week that someone had given me it's one of those soft side stick baits i can't remember there's a gentleman's name who makes them they're like solid um almost rubberish and they're they real lifelike looking they're made locally i can't remember i know uh, what you're talking about we were yeah. when we were getting ready to leave out on wednesday bar goes what's this lure up here on your blinds and i was like what lure and i look up and it was hung up on the, there like, it is somebody like, gave you something a long like, time ago <laughs> that was probably the the key to the future know, success of fishing the kids whipping it around in the living room i, got I don't yeah i didn't tell nobody but I I you're talking about Braden. yes i was like uh, and he's I, standing I, there with a hook going where can i oh okay right here in the back room i was like how did i get it oh that's right i remember i hung that up there because i was looking for something and then just put it up there and never took it down. Forgot about it. I did. Well, anyway, we got to take a real quick break, you guys. It is the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends out there at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Go by and see them today. More new stuff's arriving every day. Now they are a Colt stocking dealer as well. So if you're looking for a Colt firearm, some really nice products out there. Got the new Tauruses in. Plenty of guns. Go see them. Plenty of stuff and fishing. Plenty of Textron stuff. And, of course, if you need a new brand new truck or car, go see our good friends over at Brandon Ford. I'm just glad I got old Joe. Welcome Help back, everybody. That's why I got smoke. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. It's getting a little crazy here in the studio. Uh, we are in the uh, studio today. It's cold outside, and unless we're uh, chasing we're beer. We're cold. All, cold. all the testosterone in the cold weather, that's we're kind of like, you know. Well, I'm ready for somebody to turn on the air conditioning after my fourth cup of coffee. And you got that big old jacket on. It's not a big, it's just a real light jacket, but I will take it off. Yeah, Glenn's take took it. Take it off. Take right, it off. Easy. <laughs> what? Glenn's took it Just as a challenge to, to try to dry this uh, coffee box out. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, I'm working on it. Chuck, It'll be gone by the he's time He's all jacked up comes. on Mountain Dew. <laughs> and two donuts. <laughs> come at you like a spider Just one, one donut. <laughs> one donut and uh, my fourth cup of coffee. We keep doing this. We, hey, we keep doing this. We might actually get him get you know a little political conversation going on or something like that. He may swim all the watch. I, he may <laughs> swim all the way to the Gasparilla Parade. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear. Happen. I did hear they they said Gillum didn't do so well with that uh, taking contribution stuff. Oh well, uh, you know I'm sure he'll come up with some. Never really mind. Good, uh, you know, yeah, thing. this is the big and wild outdoors. <laughs> Uh, we were talking a little bit of fishing. I wanted to see if you saw the story that came out about the uh, honeymooners down here in Florida who have potentially caught the uh, world record um, kingfish. Literally, I, I did see a little bit on it, but I didn't have a chance to really get involved in many happy returns. Yeah, uh, we had a couple of visitors who came down. It, it always seems to be that way, doesn't it? It always seems to be. Well, that- somebody down here visiting wins the uh, you know the five hundred million dollar lottery or. Uh, you know, oh, they'll be residents the within deer. five months. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Well, uh, these uh, these beautiful people who came down here on their uh, honeymoon uh, from Indiana, <clears throat> they actually uh, went out and did some fishing off the East Coast. <clears throat> ended up catching a ninety-seven point eight pound. That's big. King mackerel. That's a lot of fish spread. <laughs> well, there, there's. I love this when they say it's potentially a world record. Well, the world record. According to the International Game and Fish Association, 
Stands at 93 pounds. So well, how's where's, that? where's the debate? Yeah. Where's the potential? I mean, the is margin of error is, is, is very, uh, there's a lot of room for that. It has <laughs> Still to be, be a the, certified scale. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that, uh, I don't think you have to wait for a, is that a green? There's, there's no, no, it just has to be on a certified scale. That's all. Yeah. Well, this one here, uh, he went out for a happy day. They just went out there and went to the Gulfstream drop-off uh, using a live Bonita. 30-pound <laughs> test line, which seems to be... It's about know. standard for right place at the right time. Well, standard for so. fishing. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't say they had cable tied to the end of it. But uh, anyway, the world record that was caught at ninety three pounds was off of San Juan, Puerto Rico, back in nineteen ninety nine, which seems like a thousand years ago. And uh, hey, I had an IGFA record for about a week. For what? Blackfin tuna. Really? Yep. How big was it? It was twenty four pounds. It was a big tuna, but uh, for the weight class of line that I had it on, and then of course somebody came and caught a bigger one on same weight class of line. And twenty four pound black fin tuna was mm-hmm. probably about the same size as the bonita that this thing ate. Yeah, probably <laughs> right. But I caught that on eight pound test. Oh, with how many yards of line on that bad boy? About two hundred and fifty. Got to have it. Start the motor. Start the motor. Go faster. Start the motor. <laughs> I can see the knot. <laughs> yeah. I we get were, some we were fishing back. one of those those Miller Kingfish tournaments down in uh, Sebastian or somewhere like that. Right. Stewart, I think it was, actually. It's back in 1991. Well, I don't know. What's the current so, record for it now? Did uh, it? Like, I'm, I'm a little over 30 pounds in the same weight class of line. Hmm, okay. Well, uh, congratulations to the uh, nice folks from Indiana for their... Uh, World record taken in uh, the beautiful state of Florida, and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Hayes and Brooke Shire, uh, they'll have a honeymoon memory that they will never forget, especially if they're in the record books. That's for sure, and that goes to show you, they come down here to do their honeymoon as well as to take a fishing trip. That's why we travel north up there to Illinois, Indiana, to do uh, Kentucky <laughs> for Ohio, good Georgia, Alabama, to do some of that deer hunting that they have. That's uh, it's very yeah. good. But how much bragging does uh, does Hayes get to do when he goes back to work and you go, <coughs> yeah. Not only wife. did I get my beautiful took, bride, no. check out this here. I got uh, two I trophies took, this weekend, boys. I took my wife on the honeymoon and we set a record. That's all you have to say. <laughs> yeah. And we set a record. Yeah. For, for, for what? Well, you got to be a good trooper because think of this. They got to go fishing for their honeymoon. Yeah, well, it's probably on day three or day four. <laughs> Regardless. I don't, think it was probably on, I don't think it was probably on the first day. All right, I'll suffer through Epcot and Disney, <laughs> but we're going fishing. We're going fishing, woman. <laughs> hey, she <laughs> might have been the one that said, I want to go yeah, fishing. There you go. You never know. There he you could go. be the guy who sits That's behind a computer. Good trooper. And who's to say that she – does it say that she caught it or did he catch it? No, it said they, they gave him uh, you know dual roles on that. But, yeah. that, but to, for it to be a record, it has to be – caught by one person so michael has to be landed yeah michael has person. to be uh, i think uh mike was the one who actually hooked into it so michael hayes so he's the guy who uh hooked into it because if you hand off the rod then it's over what if you if you hand off the rod if i hook it and i'm like fight it for 20 minutes and i'm like i'm, I'm tired, tired. Of here, honey you take over it's, it's it's done it's over the record is it's not really applied to him is it i thought that that nullified uh, it, it. It, it all depends. There's affidavits that have to be filled out, but I mean, how honest is everybody when they fill those things out? But if they were using a Gillette rod, he'd have to use, lose his masculinity and hand it over to her. Here, baby, you real son. Yeah. The best, it's the best a rod can get. 
I guess. That's my political statement. That was a pretty good one. I like that one. Oh, God. So anyway, uh, congratulations to them. Another uh, snowbird comes down and gets a record in Florida. And it's not, how, it's not how many shots of tequila you can do in under a minute out at uh, the beach. Well, <laughs> hey, at least it's not the record that woman in Pensacola got yesterday. Oh, what was that one? Oh, she was uh, caught dancing naked at the Waffle House parking lot. What are you talking about? That ain't a record. That's like a Friday, Saturday night in some towns. So. That's pretty much a Waffle House anywhere for all over the weekend. Pretty normal for Waffle House parking yeah. lots, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I didn't know that uh, there was a record for that. I, you know, she got one now. Yeah, that's it's what got I'm saying. She's got the it. record. <laughs> With a photo to prove it. Exactly. Well, I guess there's a category for everything. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, that would be in Escambia County. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that it's the only one that Aaron actually paid any attention to on that uh, little deal, or did is that just me? I, I think had it, heard about that one earlier this week. I oh, you it was did. Funny. <laughs> was it on uh, regular right. local news? Because I didn't hear it on local uh, news. Yeah, they brought it up on uh, one of the radio stations, and there. it was it was, it was on Fox in, News as well. So. Florida man. Yeah, it was always. It's always a Florida woman, Florida man story, yes. <laughs> and that makes it so much nicer. It's like people of Walmart. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, listen, I want to do uh, get into it before we get all crazy in the nine o'clock hour or anything else like that. And Bill George wants to talk about uh, food plots. Uh, but next hour, we'll go ahead and start off our uh, our little controversy that we were brought up on our Facebook page. <clears throat> Apparently, everybody seemed to chime in on that one pretty well. So, uh, if you haven't. Uh, seen our facebook page yet you need to go check it out so that you can see what we're going to be talking about because apparently manly men as we've been kind of alluding to here in the studio <clears throat> we're a dying breed or we should be anyway according uh, to some according to some and i will say kudos i don't remember was it do you remember the name of the watch company that came out with the other side of that after gillette came out with their little ad they came out with a with an ad Promoting men. Did you see that one? It was like, is it Egan? Is there Egan watches? Is El, El, Elgin? Elgin. Elgin. Was it Elgin? It's Elgin. I know it was a private guy, a private company who came out and did theirs. And, uh, well, good. If it is, I'll have to go start wearing a watch. Well, and they sold I'm not going to shave it no more. And, and here's my thing. <laughs> they sold a bunch of watches. So what does that tell everybody? All I know is uh, Ginger, we were shopping, and she says, I can't get that because it's Procter & Gamble. Absolutely. <laughs> And then she she put her foot down there when it comes to the dish, the laundry detergent. I gotta have it. No more ivory soap. Isn't that Procter and Gamble? <laughs> well, we didn't use that anyway. Ladies like ivory. We're, we're going European. We're not using any soaps. What? Deodorants SNL or nothing. did a great skit on it too. It was settled down, Kool-Aid big boy. Kool Aid man. I didn't see that. It was Kool Aid man masculinity. It was it was it was great. It was like just like the Gillette commercial, but it was. Um, the Kool-Aid man, so we can't be like busting through the doors anymore and saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, every frat party in America is just going to be just sitting awesome. around and yeah, it was listening, awesome. listening to classical music, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, next hour, we uh, go check it out on our Facebook page. We have a post up there that kind of gives you exactly what it is we're going to be talking about. The uh, magazine Ask Men, which I never could understand they don't seem to ever ask me these questions, but uh, it's seven obsolete manly skills and uh, want to replace them and what they want to replace them with. That so. was ridiculous. Oh, and it's eGuard watches. eGuard, It's yeah. kind of like polls that they ask about certain things going on in the country that, you know, they just <clears throat> only ask one section for some reason. I, or, I don't... 
they didn't tell us what town they actually went to or anything like that. Cause exactly. They certainly weren't somewhere outside it of Plant Salcedo. City. Oh, was it? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to talk about when we come back. Top of the hour. Here we go. It's the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Staying on. You're going to want to see this. It's going to be good.